0: Hey, everybody welcome back to another episode of Sam and chance i'm your host bobby sampson and with me as always i got my man with the master plan mr chance michaels how are you doing today chance
1: oh, i'm doing pretty well how are you doing
0: i'm doing great man we're three sleeps away from wrestlemania night one in dallas um wow we're getting it's coming up
1: really fast it's christmas time for wrestling fans christmas time enjoy it
0: no doubt, no doubt. With one show in the bag, we got TakeOver tonight, and I guess SmackDown, the Hall of Fame thereafter, and right to WrestleMania. But uh, before that, I thought maybe we'd talk about Triple H a little bit. On Friday, he announced his in-ring retirement, and I believe his last match, um, you know, without not knowing that this is going to be retirement, was uh, against Randy Orton in 2019. I think it was in Saudi Arabia, I believe.
1: I believe the crown jewel.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was like his last match. And, really? He uh, looked
1: good still, man. He, for a fifty-year-old guy, he still works good. I thought he looked well. What do you think?
0: I thought he looked amazing. I mean, he looked amazing on Stephen A. Smith. I mean, no one's really seen him since uh, the heart heart attack um, scare that he had. And uh, I, I think the interesting thing about that is that no one really, really knew until he said on Friday what actually went happened and how it went down and how close he was to being on the other side of the fence, so to speak. Um,
1: real yeah, talking, he, thought was, he thought it was over for a point a little bit there. He thought he was going to die.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. And uh, I mean, the test indicated as such as well. So, I mean, I'm glad that he was able to get in and get it all sorted out. I, I think him being in really good health and um, yeah. you know, just never really drugging or abuse or abusing alcohol or anything really pills or anything like that. Um, saved his life. Saved his life. I mean, you know, he's he straight edge without having to advertise it.
1: That's what I like about him. That's so, that's, you don't have to brag about it. Like, somebody else that does that. Won't yeah, mention well. But <laughs> well, yeah. he kind
0: of made a gimmick out of it, too, though, right?
1: Yeah, no, well, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, let's talk about Triple H. I think he's a uh, top 10 of all time. What do you think?
0: Well, I mean, he's top three for me, personally. Uh, yeah. just, just in my own little world. Uh, Triple H and Taker were always my favorites. Just growing up as a kid and whatnot but you know Triple H for me was just always what my favorite heel just my favorite wrestler generally speaking um it was kind of funny my dad used to get mad at me all the time for cheering for Triple H considering he was always a heel you mm-hmm. know so you know that's kind of one of the things that I kind of chuckle about once in a while just remembering those times when I think of Triple
1: H um Triple H has it all dude he's got the look the height the build the mic skills. Amazing entrance, like, he's everything you want in a pro wrestler. Like He, just, he has it all.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he, he ran the gauntlet. Uh he came into the WWE in 1995 after a brief stint as Terra Rising in WSEW. And, uh, you know, he started a, this blue bread pedigree kind of gimmick. The rich and, boy, uh, the snobby yeah. rich guy from up the hill. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, he kind of did his thing. And then I guess he got connected to the boys, the Click. And uh, probably one of the best things that kind of ever happened to him and to those guys as well, to think about it. I mean, if you think about it, most of those guys would have probably been in really, really bad shape, if not on the other side. Now, if it wasn't for Triple H and uh, his clean ways, I mean, they, they had a designated driver all the time. So, but um, no, man, he he came in, he he just, you know, he, he quietly built his name. Uh, Things happened along the way that, the infamous curtain call uh, he was the yeah. only one who actually got punished for that um Sean was untouchable the other two left the company so I mean it was him who took all the brunt he was supposed to win that year's king of the ring that Austin one, where Austin 316 was born so I mean everything was- kind of happens for a reason but yeah you can say that Mad's paid his dues
1: oh he's paid his dues all right
0: he's paid Absolutely. his dues in spades uh yes he's married to Stephanie but you know what so what? You know, as far as I'm concerned.
1: What year did I, they get married? I it would have
0: been Roughly. probably in the early 2000s, if not the late, you know, 1999s or whatever it was. Sorry, I, yeah. I totally screwed that up. The uh, one thing
1: I disagree with people on it: it didn't really matter that he married Stephanie or not. Vince is a savage, and if you're not a good wrestler and you don't produce, he'll cut you. It doesn't matter if you're a son-in-law or not. People forget that about Vince. Yeah, so, I know, for sure. Like you know, but. Look at all the good matches he had since he married Steph. He was producing, man. He was top-level talent. He earned that spot. No, he earned his spot
0: before he even got married. Yep. I mean, you think about it. I mean, you look how much heat he had to take. Yeah. For for the curtain call. That would have broken most people to leave the company, to move on. But he took, he took it, man. He took the punishment and, and he took it with grace. And he set the example, in my opinion, for all the other talent. To like, look, you know what? I I, you know. I just took a shot here, and I'm doing what needs to be done to correct it. Um, but people, yeah, he did the
1: crime. He did the crime. He did the time. No yeah, right?
0: right. You know, I mean, it's a major crime. He killed Kayfabe. Mm-hmm. But, um,
1: he he did that, it. that started the Monday Night Wars. Right after all that, we had the Monday Night Wars, and the rest is history.
0: Well, the rest is history, and, and it, it just shows you know his ability to think on the fly, his ability to create as he goes. I mean, he reinvented himself. Like we talk about reinventing the undertaker reinvented himself uh jericho i know which is a little bit of a sore topic for you but hogan Hogan, well i mean hogan did it once but hogan only had to do it once and maybe cena would be the only other guy who could pull something like that off and get maybe even a bigger reaction to it Mm -hmm. you know that's where that's you know like hogan turning heel and cena turning heel are on a completely different level than the rock then reigns then you name it mm-hmm. and i think that's what separates those two guys
1: yeah absolutely more than anyone bad, else too bad seeing never went heel i don't think he'll ever do it now because he's only part-time once in a while but it would have been cool to see what he could do with it
0: they were talking about turning him heel uh for the rock match, and it was all set and everything but John went up to Mr. McMahon and basically said, "Look, we do this. We go all in, and I'm I'm going to be a fucking heel. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's just too much money on, on merch and everything else. Like you saw yeah. that yourself when you were in Vegas for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. That he'd been gone pretty much a year and a half. He showed up for one match, and you said half that stadium, Well, maybe not half, but look
1: like half. To see a green in there, man. Yeah, right. You know, so walking I mean, the streets, going in the hotels." Dads and sons and daughters, mothers, whatever, all in yeah. green shades. It was cool to see.
0: Yeah, but like I said, I mean, but he his character per se never really changed. The, the the basis of his character never really changed. When I think of his evolution and you know, literally his group evolution.
1: Great group. Um, Great group. He he
0: he kind of evolved himself through factions and whatnot. You know, I mean, you, he started with DX and you know, Sean took his ball and went home and he picked it all up and he rebuilt that to you know to beat the monday night wars to be that faction that it needed to be so Mm. a lot of credit to him that way i mean his creativity is amazing the work he did in nxt is next to none um i think i think there was that point where you know the other lads from the big two looking at what triple h was doing down there and we're a little scared man i mean they were putting on better shows better pay-per-views even than they were able to do with Ron back i
1: mean maybe in ring wise but there were some of those guys don't have any much character either right so it depends what kind of wrestling you like
0: well, i mean so, in, in terms, terms of a- yeah well but you know what? But are not terms- good
1: shows though they were good shows i've got to give them that
0: I would have to say 90%, 98% of every NXT takeover that came out under his watch was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You, know, you, you look at him and you go like, okay, how's this one going to be better than the next one? But they were able to do it every time. Kind of like what AEW is doing right now with their pay-per-views. I mean, if you know what's going on and whatnot, I mean, the in-ring talent, the, 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 the caliber of the matches were just phenomenal. And that's what NXT was doing at that time. Not to yeah. say they're not doing it now. I'm really curious to see what this takeover is going to be like um with the young talent and everything. But, you know, it, it's um, it's a new time. So, you know, we're going to give it a chance and see what it's all about. But under Triple H's time, NXT was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, that was good. I mean, yeah. a lot of people don't know that he's behind that. He's more known, obviously, for his, the character Triple H, right? He's one of the – he's more, either love the guy or hate the guy. A lot of people are sour on him. I love the guy myself, but a lot of people don't like him. They think he's a kiss-ass, marry the boss's daughter, and wouldn't be there without which is totally untrue. I mean, look at his in-ring work. Look at his WrestleMania entrances. The guy backed it up. doesn't matter who he married.
0: And he Um, put everyone over. He, He has the losing his record at WrestleMania. He put everyone over. Yeah. The only reason Batista came back and said, I only want one more match against Hunter is so that I can put him over.
1: It's just the internet marks on there, bashing the guy and taking shots at him. They don't even know what they're talking about half the time, right? Like you said, it's the most losing his record at WrestleMania. I mean... For a guy who's married the boss's daughter, you figure he'd have a winning record, wouldn't you think?
0: And he's probably got the title for best entrances at WrestleMania. Yeah. But he oh, never he really...
1: Seen... Absolutely.
0: Right? You know, but but I, I think he's lost more than, yeah, he's ever won at Mania.
1: Triple H said it best. He's like, I'm under more scrutiny than anybody. Look who my father-in-law is. The yeah. absolute god of wrestling. The most creative mind ever. And it's not even close. And you did one thing wrong, you know, Vinny's on your ass.
0: know 100% and you know he took a lot he took care of a lot of the boys back there man and the girls Mm -hmm. um there's endless stories that people don't know about and I don't think we have enough time to go through them all but no I mean just how he's helped other talent and how he supported other guys um
1: I think sometimes he gets a little bit over overlooked because you know you got Shawn Michaels there you know what I mean but then he broke off like you said did his own thing and then he joined up with uh for, for flair and evolution which is that was a great faction itself Flair, you, yeah. Triple H, Batista, Orton, like, man.
0: Yeah, and even, even with Evolution, I mean, the, the, the premise of it was to build Orton and Batista up. It worked. You know, and, and the job done, you know, there, Orton. Is you noticed now-
1: that, you know, one thing I heard about Evolution, which is true, Flair said it, Triple H never wore suits until he came with Evolution. Flair said, you guys are going to wear the suits, you guys are going to look the part. You're not wearing your Motorhead shirts and your cutoff jeans, dude. You put on a suit and you're going to be Evolution or you're with Flair, you look the part. And you know, Triple H, he's rocking those nice suits and stuff. He was cool. I liked seeing that of him.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, again, that I, from there you go, the evolution of his character from, from mm. Motorhead t shirts to suits, right?
1: Yeah. And, um, but you yeah, know I don't think he gets enough credit for his punching, his spine busters, his knees, his timing is so crisp. Everything he does is so smooth in the ring. He's a great technician. I don't hear enough people praising him for that, but if you watch one of his matches, his timing is impeccable, man. He's,
0: yeah, I know. He was uh, trained by Killer Kowalski. So, yeah. you know, um, he he always had great matches. And I, I think what really worked really well is like he was able to work um, the facial expression so well. Yeah. You know, that backed up every move that he did. Either was, you know, regardless if he was selling or 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 giving um his expressions were next to none uh, yeah. his matches with the undertaker at 27 and 28 wrestlemania um amazing matches um people forget about the one that he had at 17 with him too
1: that was a good one and it's hell in the south cactus jack
0: yeah yeah and No hundred percent um but what about that
1: match you out of michael's after four years michael had been out of the ring in 2002 at Summerslam. i watched that at the theater with my buddy bernie um just see, obviously, Michaels my favorite. See him come back, I and mean, man, they put on a hell of a match.
0: Yeah, I know they both worked really well, but you know that's mm-hmm. a testament to Sean as well to be able to come back after so long, um, not
1: miss a beat, and
0: not miss a beat. But the chemistry between those two is just that. That just shows, you know, the old um, the old saying: you never forget how to ride a bike, right? So, yeah. you know, so they they just got back on. They were able to do it. I think the only thing that I didn't really like uh, was their tag team in Saudi Arabia against uh, the Brothers of Destruction.
1: I liked it because yeah. you see Shawn Michaels do a backflip off the top rope onto the floor at 50 or whatever 52 is pretty impressive.
0: No, for sure, I liked it, but Did I just he, seeing them both bald kind of just maybe you know like I don't. Well, know.
1: Triple H, Triple H has a full head of hair. He just shaved the bald to be a little more corporate. He could grow his hair out. He's full head of hair.
0: Oh no, no, nothing like that. But seeing a bald Shawn just didn't. Fit that's right. not
1: right because that's not right, <laughs> pretty boy. Yeah that's, yeah, that's
0: that's what I'm saying. Is just seeing that kind of me like oh man.
1: <laughs> you know, michaels if you're listening dude you got all the money in the world do what deon sanders did do what al michaels did get that hair transplant and be the be the boy toy again man because
0: i hear it's pretty cheap, cheap in uh turkey to get that procedure yeah, done. but he's
1: the boy toy i know what you mean but still i thought i hate to say this but of watching all four of those guys and sorry Arabia, i thought triple h was still the best in the, like he still looked the most crisp
0: he did and he uh tore his um
1: his, yes, pec his
0: pec muscle, His muscle,
1: right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's so many good things we could say about the guy. I love his entrance, you know, spitting the water out, flexing the muscles. Like the guy is body, like a Greek God. It's always in shape. Um, it's amazing. Amazing. I think he's a top, he's a top 10 of all time. If you ask me, I'm no, not even saying my favorites. I just think if you did a top 10 of wrestlers, he's gotta be in there.
0: I, I think he's in there regardless you know um he is top 10 for sure and most has to be top 10 it in most people's list mm-hmm. um for, I, like i said i i show some bias um childhood favorite of mine
1: mm-hmm.
0: so for me i'm not
1: showing any bias i don't think right i'm more of a michael's no, guy not
0: you not you not you
1: well i know you might okay. be but i say he's got to be top 10 yeah um, he, he, look this watch his matches people just go back and watch any triple h mass and watch his punching his spine busters his yeah. knee everything that he does yeah. is so good
0: yeah, yeah, no, for sure.
1: What was um, your favorite uh, Triple H entrance from WrestleMania? Which one stands
0: you? Um, the one I think when he came out with with the the motorcycles, the the, the oh, huge, the huge cool. uh, the ones with the big tires. I don't know what they call those things. Yeah, uh, yeah, the
1: uh, the three-wheelers? Yeah, the three-wheelers. See, right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Those were that entrance was really cool uh the one that he came out when he was sitting on the throne and he had all the kind of terminators
1: Carrie, oh that was against sting
0: yeah yeah that was really cool entrance as well Uh, i believe sasha banks and charlotte were the girls that were there with him on that one um those two those are the ones that stand out to me the most
1: one that stands out to me is the one when motorhead is playing live yes 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 that was a great one too that was a good one so many good entrances that he's done right
0: yeah yeah no for sure uh, those were, those were solid entrances through and through, man. Um, entrance wise. Yeah. But I mean, he was in his work. Um, it's phenomenal. Unbelievable. You know? It's
1: two technician, bad. A true student of the game.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, I mean. I
1: told you that I met him, right? I, Why well, I didn't get to talk to him, but I came across him at the MGM. He did that live show with Colin Cowherd. Man, that guy's big.
0: Oh, He's really? Back,
1: eh? Hands? Oh, yeah. I was about yeah, five boy. feet. You don't realize how big these guys are until you're up and close to them. TV doesn't do them justice.
0: Oh, I'm telling you, seeing Brock Lesnar in person, you, you you don't know until you've been close enough to him to see what this guy's all about, man. The a monster. He's
1: huge. Yeah. Huge.
0: You know who's huge? I mean, regardless of the fact that the man's seven feet tall and 400 pounds, Greg Khalid
1: yeah,
0: was oh, yeah. a monster.
1: Dude, his chest is out to here. He's oh, so my fast. God.
0: He's huge.
1: It's
0: oh, dude. Huge. Just just humongous. Like, how do you
1: get so big? You can barely do anything in real life. Get in a car, get in a plane. You're so damn big, you can't fit anywhere.
0: Yeah, I guess you know, we don't think about those things when you don't have yeah, to deal with it. So
1: well. Before but... we uh it's too bad about Triple H you're never got to have that one last match that he wanted, you know.
0: Yeah, they said I they were gonna they was... had plans for him for mania this year, but I think everything got squashed now. Right? I
1: would love to see him versus Cody Rhodes, especially after Cody Rhodes trashed that throne. I think
0: that was possibly something they were thinking of. So,
1: see Triple H. Um, on him. I would love to see that, but it ain't happening. But it would no, have been cool. You no, know?
0: no, 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 no. But hey, listen. um Raw last night, the go home raw. I uh, thought maybe we talk about that a little bit and see yep. where it's taken us as we get closer. Three sleeps away, people. Or yeah, three sleeps away before Four. WrestleMania. Four sleeps. Uh, Four sleeps, uh, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, four sleeps away before WrestleMania. Thank you there, Mr. Michaels. WrestleMania um, so go-home show. Did you watch it? I did, yeah.
1: yeah I watched yeah. it this morning, yep. Yeah.
0: So Brock opens up the show. He comes out and, uh, you know, he, he's talking to the crowd, having fun. I made a note on this. I thought, you know, and everything that he excels at, if there's one thing that he's not good at, is his mic work. That's right. But that being said, Still now. Having, That being said, no, even now, it wasn't that great. I wouldn't have, you know, said, wow, that's an amazing promo or, or what have you. But um, because he's having so much fun and because you've not really seen this kind of side of country Brock before.
1: Yeah. In
0: his 20 so plus far. years wrestling, UFC, in any kind of medium that he's been on. He's always been the straight man, no nonsense, no bullshit kind of guy. Yeah,
1: never crack a smile, really. Never crack
0: a smile. So seeing him having fun makes the promo good. Right? We're
1: kind of seeing more of a real Brock Lesnar. I think this is more of his day-to-day life. You know, it's obviously amped up a little bit for the camera, yeah. but this is more of what he's like, I'm assuming.
0: It just shows how much control the guy has, too. I mean, he's like, he was encouraging everyone to do the what. But when he told them to stop, they all stopped. Like, I mean, yeah. the control that he had over that crowd was phenomenal. Very simple, very basic promo. Uh, ends basically with him saying, "I'm going to stand over top of you with both titles." I thought it was kind of funny when he said that we're both going to go to a wedding and our belts are going to get married and uh, I'm going to get custody <laughs> of them. And so you know, from that perspective, it was kind of cool. It was kind of fun. But uh, a good way to start RAW. A pretty fun way to start RAW. That was the only time we saw Brock did, at night. Uh, I thought we would have seen him a second time, but we did not.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: we go into match number one Miss versus Ray. Um, Ray comes out with Dominic, and Miss comes out with Logan Paul wearing Ray's mask that Miz stole the week before. Um, Mysterio's son, Dominic, he gets kicked out before the match even starts. So it's basically Logan and Ray. Against those two. What did you think of the match?
1: I thought it was not bad. It's a nice yeah. little build-up, a little bit of an appetizer for WrestleMania. Yeah, I thought it was cool that Paul came out with Ray's mask on. Adds a little builds the story a little bit, you know? Lucha Logan. Yeah. Lucha Logan. I'm actually don't mind that Logan Paul's there, man. He puts eyeballs on the screen. I got no problem with it. It's entertainment at the end of the day, right? So um what do you think is gonna happen in that match at WrestleMania?
0: Well, I mean, all all accounts, the Mysterio should probably win. Yeah. And uh, I think I think this is me just going out on a limb here. I'm gonna make a somewhat of a prediction. They they the mask has kind of become a part of the storyline here now. It seems yes. like so you know they they made reference to it a lot um, in the commentating booth. They're talking about how you know the the mask is very sacred and how it's given to you. You just can't put one on. Mm. Uh, hence why Dominic doesn't have one and Gray received his at 17. Um, so I almost get a feeling that the Mysterios win this and Dom gets his mask.
1: That'd be cool. Right? I mean... The only thing with that, it kind of takes away the the coolness of it because we already know what Dom looks like.
0: Yeah, but we knew what Ray looked like in WCW when he was, uh, part of the Latin New World Order.
1: Yeah. I think most people forget that, but yeah, you're right.
0: Right? Like, I, I mean, anyone can just go on the internet and just bring up an old picture from 1996. Mm -hmm. There's Ray. Little baby face.
1: Yeah. But like when you, it's kind of like if you come with the mask and take it off, it's okay. But if you give him the mask now, we already know what Dom looks like, so it kind of takes away that mysteriousness from it, you know?
0: I get it, but that's just a tradition. I mean, when every everyone probably knew what Ray looked like before he got the mask, and then when he yeah. gets it, he gets it. But I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. in this yeah. age and time, and, you know, because of the namesake that he carries, it would probably be a little harder of a transition. Yeah, but um. I, I'm thinking that that's what's going to happen there because I know there's two ways to go with those two now like at some point you're going to have to break them up and you know we will see
1: father versus son that's going to yeah. happen
0: at some point but do you give them a mask or or do you do the turn first and then them reunite and... hmm. it's kind of interesting because they they never really mentioned it before right so I'm just kind of picking up on the commentary and see if they're planting some seeds for something that might happen at that match so
1: yeah, you know, it's, uh, it should be a good match. I mean, all of them can work. I mean, Logan Paul, we know he can box, so we'll see what he can do in the ring. I'm sure he'll, he's a good enough athlete to pull it off. Well, I
0: mean, he does have amateur wrestling background, so he can tumble, he can roll. So yeah, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure he's not going to look like a complete idiot out there. He is no. an athlete, so um, I reserve judgment until I see this. Now, you know what I mean? It's set. Yeah. we know what we're gonna get. Um, it's been a pretty good buildup in my opinion, uh, in terms of just the way it's worked and how Ms. and Logan have come out on top every single time on these two. So by all accounts, based on how wrestling usually works, they should, the father and son duo should come out on top in my opinion on this one.
1: I think so. Or maybe we see Dom turn on daddy. Well, let's find out. Let's see what happens.
0: Right. I mean, I think Ms. and Dom would be kind of cool too. Yeah. To kind of see how that kind of works, but, um, Then they go into the segment that was recorded earlier and kind of was recorded earlier and then was released on the internet. Um, Seth Rollins goes to WWE headquarters, gets there before opening, uh, ends up waiting an hour and a half before he can see Mr. McMahon, walks in there, puts his feet up on the desk. And that's the only time McMahon finally acknowledges him and says, get your feet off my desk.
1: Um, That was a great segment, man. I love. it. I
0: thought it was really cool. It was... uh, I thought it was funny. Why don't you just come to me? He says, mm-hmm. why do you have to jump all the hoops? All you had to do is come to me. I would have taken care of it. Yeah. But I, I think it's a great buildup. Um, I thought, I think everything for this is looking great. Seth against Cody, by all accounts, that's what should happen unless they decide yep. to throw us a swerve. I mean, the only other thing I could think of is seeing, uh, Ted DiBiase jr. Coming out instead. Um, <laughs> That's, you know,
1: but wouldn't be as big as a pop as Cody Rhodes. But
0: But, I mean, I mean, just in terms of a swerve, I mean, Cody Rhodes is so expected now.
1: Yeah. It'll be kind of cool to see. It's
0: almost not even
1: uh,
0: a surprise anymore. You know, you're almost just anticipating it. So I don't know. Let's see. We we got that match set. Um, Here's the funny and fun part, though who wins?
1: Cody's going to win.
0: You think Cody wins?
1: Yeah, Cody wins. If if it is Cody and Seth, I think they got to put Cody over to build him.
0: Do you think Seth is strong enough to take three losses in a row now?
1: Yeah, I think so. His character is so good. know, those goofy little suits, silly head shade on the side like he does with the hair. He's being really kind of goofy. Such a good character. I think he can do it. I'm not saying it's guaranteed that Cody wins, but I think if you've been Cody out his WrestleMania, he's got to get the win. Maybe some interference or something. Maybe I don't know. But
0: what do you think? I, I think. I think it's going to be a quick match.
1: Cody wins.
0: I think Cody wins, but it's going to be quick because of the shock factor and Seth not expecting it. I think that's the only way it looks good. Mm -hmm. Um, If they go out there and have a long match and Cody beats them, you know, just that's. I'm just trying to think. How do you keep Seth safe as well? Yeah, I mean, he lost to AJ and he's lost to Kevin Owens now, trying to get to this match. Yeah, so it's almost like okay. Seth is, is named big enough, but I mean, at some point he'd have to get that win back, I would think, if yeah. he were
1: to use it, right? So, yeah. No, he might do it. I just got to see it. if you're bringing out Cody to Mania as a secret, he's got to get the win. Keep it hot. Get him hot, right? Get him yeah, yeah,
0: no, I completely agree. I'm just trying to find ways of doing it. No, my
1: personal thing, I would love to see Seth beat him, but I don't think that's going to happen.
0: I think that would only happen to a guy coming back that, you know, did some stupid things on the way out. yeah. Like if Ryback, which is, you know what? I think Ryback is that one guy that will never, ever come back.
1: No, and I wouldn't want him back either. He's not no a huge back. ball and did a lot of dumb things. and
0: No, he's not a... Back. Yeah, yeah. you know he He's probably one guy that would never come back. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, I thought this was going to be a swerve. You know, another swerve that I kind of thought of that this could have been was Seth against Omos. But uh, that quickly disappeared after Omos came out which was right after, actually, because he had a 2 on one match against the Viking Raiders. So a lot of guys from Raw and SmackDown on this card tonight, I guess they're mixing, you know, mixing yeah. them up both a little bit just like to kind of build it up. Um, destroys them. Just, just destroys the Viking Raiders. Uh, wins by countout. He he gave Ivar a crazy clothesline, which just kind of forced him to roll out of the ring, and he never got back in. Um they interview him afterwards and uh, they're, they're talking to him and saying, who, who, who do you fear? Is there anyone in the company that you fear? And, you know, he's about to say something or he says something and Bobby comes out, Mr. Lashley, he's back since elimination chamber.
1: Mm-hmm. I like this match too. Big, strong guys. Uh, you got the guy that you got the giant and you got the muscle dude. It's going to be a fun match. It's gonna be a quick match, but see some power moves here. I don't know. What do you think happens here? you think almost goes over?
0: um another tough one because you know you're talking about a world champion who who basically never got pinned to lose injured shoulder comes back after two months and now he's kind of working the face i'm not sure it's kind of weird you know mm-hmm. uh he didn't come out with mvp um and the man's big but he looked like a toddler in front of this guy
1: oh he's so damn big he make amy look like a taller amount. what is he seven two
0: something like that. But I mean, just he, even his muscles look little. Yeah. And they're big muscles, man. I am no oh, one yeah. to talk about muscles. I mean, this dude's muscles looked little.
1: <laughs> and, he's and, he, and he's 45 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So it's
0: unreal. Nope, sure. So they gave it some substance. I like that at least. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, two failed shoulder blocks off the ropes. And then the third one finally knocked almost down. So, you know, I built up to that match. And then, uh, We'll I'm glad
1: that. Lash is getting a match and almost has a match on Mania. It's good to see them out there. So I'm kind of glad they get something.
0: Here's something interesting. Neither the Intercontinental title mm-hmm. or the US title are being defended at Mania.
1: I never thought about that, but in yeah, fact, you're right.
0: Finn Balor and Damian Priest don't seem to be on the card. They're in the Andre Invitational, which incidentally is on SmackDown this year. It's not even on the Mania card.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. I guess they got so many matches to go through, right?
0: You got two nights.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's going to be an eight hour mania, right? Both nights are about four hours, give or take. Right. So
0: let's see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing at least, at least, well, I would think at least, at least three for each night. I I four is I kind of going overboard,
1: but I mean, I think out last is over eight hours, dude.
0: Um, I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and
1: look, but either way, you are getting a lot of wrestling. <laughs> That's for sure.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a crazy night. Two nights, three nights four nights, five nights of wrestling where we've done night one. We got night two tonight, night three, Friday, four or five. Yeah. So five yeah, days of wrestling. Funny. Um, It's interesting that they don't have those titles being defended at Mania. That's what I'm saying with two nights, you could have had each one on either night.
1: I agree. There's sure. no
0: excuses yeah. with two nights of cards. I mean, I'm not going to question what they're thinking or whatnot, but they built up Damian Priest to be the seal you know, I, I think it'd just be a really good story for him to win his title back at Mania as yep. the heel and to kind of build him up. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense to me, but again, I'm not there. I don't know what their plan is, but it doesn't make sense for them to be in the... We
1: will see a few surprises at Mania. That's the nice part about Mania. Something will go down, you know, maybe Bobby interferes in the Reigns match, cost Brock the belt, who knows, but something's going to happen, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, something always going to happen. Um, so yeah, from there... We we get into a backstage segment with Reggie and Dana Brooks. Um, I guess this is the new comedy couples, man. The four or five of them, including Our Truth. Uh, Reggie's about to propose to Dana Brooks. Really funny, uh, yeah, and good. she she accepts, I believe. Tamina comes out, beats him up, chases him away, and Sazawa comes out in his suit and he proposes to Tamina. And she accepts, but in a very aggressive manner. Um, just a comedy piece, something I like to fill time on. Um, they will
1: be doing some fun stuff at WrestleMania too. They're going to have a good comedy bit going on. They're fun. I like it.
0: I see them running through matches and stuff like that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, um, I
1: like
0: it. Reigns was on Monday Night Raw. The Bloodline was there, which is why oh. i was surprised. I thought Vince. I, I thought sorry, no Vince. Um, I thought Brock would have come out. For this segment as well, but we only saw him in the opening. Um, uh, he even Raymond Roman was by himself with with the family and Paul Heyman mm-hmm. with no interference or anything. Really good promo, man. This this guy's really come to his zone. I don't know why
1: Randy gets all this hate. The guy's got everything you want, he's got the, the mic, the, the wrestling, the build.
0: Yeah. Um, he had a hard time when when they were pushing him really hard as a face i think yeah you know he was it was force-fed and he was trying he was trying to do his best but this is the best character he can be is right now
1: he's two years prime he's in his prime he's firing at all cylinders he's a top guy right now
0: no he's a completely top guy but in terms of just him being able to portray the character that he can and who he Mm -hmm. truly can be he's able to do it now i feel yeah, as, as this role, even if he becomes a face, I don't think you see much change in 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 his mic work or in the way he's going to talk or or his appeal.
1: I'm you glad know? he finally took his shirt off when he was wearing that shield vest for a while. There, I didn't like that. Your shield's done, get that off. I like how Steph got it off. Right, I don't like the cargo pants and all that. I like how he changes his look. Yeah, a yeah,
0: yeah, all marketing, all marketing. But mm-hmm. uh, he comes out, he comes out, and he's talking about you know how far back this, this feud has been going and, you know, talks about how he was the king of SmackDown until Fox needed him to run or sorry, the king of raw before Fox needed him yeah, over rain. at SmackDown. Yeah. Um, talks about how this goes back to 2018 when Brock had busted him open. And uh, at that match, he took a lot of heat. He felt he had no respect from the people. Yeah. He had no respect from his family. So, I mean, a really nice little piece there to kind of build this Uh So, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that match. I don't think you need to do anything more with this now.
1: This is ready gonna, to go. That's the match I'm looking forward to the most. It's going to be great. This will be the end of the feud here. Yeah. Winner takes all. It's going to be great. Love yeah, it. yeah.
0: No, for sure. So, you know, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, I think the class, Hall of Fame class is all set to go.
1: I'm glad the Steiner brothers are getting in. They deserve it. And it just beefs up the card a little bit. You know what I mean? So
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Everybody who doesn't know, Vince McMahon's in- inducting a uh, taker to the hall of fame. So he's never done that before. So look out for that. It's going to be a heck of a speech. They're close. Yeah,
0: No, hundred percent. I think that comes on after SmackDown um, on this Friday as well. So, yeah. so you got, so the Steiners are going in, you got taker, as you already mentioned, Vader, um, Charmel, um, And then you got uh, Chad Gasprey, who was from Time. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He uh, unfortunately he passed trying to save his son, I believe, from drowning.
1: Yeah, it's a sad story. uh,
0: So he's uh, he's going to be taking that warrior award home. Deserves it. Yeah. No, for sure. Very sad. No, very sad for sure. Um, Kevin Owens, man. Has your opinion changed on him? Are you? Are you? Uh, he's to-
1: a good. He's he's done some good uh, promos and some good vignettes, whatever you want to call it. Lately, I, he's building this up, by um, himself. By himself. What's going to happen is uh, what's going to happen here is he's going to go out and do a segment, and Stone Cold's going to come out and kick his ass. What do you think is going to happen here at Mania? Ah, uh,
0: well, I think everything he said is going to happen, but it's going to be you know a little build to it. Um, come out, talk some shit back and forth, and um. It ends with Stone Cold giving him the stunner. I guess ultimately, I mean that's the only way it has to end. I, I, unless he's
1: actually going to work, I think there'll be some punching and kicking, maybe outside the ring, a little bit of things, but he's not going to take many bumps.
0: Well, that's the thing. I mean, if Stone Cold's going to take some bumps, then you know, we're, then we're talking.
1: Yeah, right? he'll come he, out in his jeans and his is you know his boots and his shirt. He's not going to be in ring gear.
0: Well, I don't think it's going to be that kind of a thing, though. I think just take some bumps and you know whatnot. Is he going to take a? St- from, from Owens, sort of a deal. I mean, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, because I mean, he did make a point of saying that my stunner is better than your stunner. Mm. So, I mean, I think Kevin Owens has done an amazing job with this. He's, um, he just kind of killed it, man.
1: Yeah, he's done it. He's done good the last. I gotta give him credit. Last couple of rounds, he's done some good stuff. He's building it up nice, right? So I like yeah. it how we have him in Stone Cold. You gotta wait till Mania to see him, which is cool. I like that.
0: I like that as well. I think they did really, really good with that. I think
1: um I think with Cody and
0: him, it's perfect.
1: I like it. Yeah, you gotta have something to look forward to, right? You can't give everything all the time away.
0: No, no. I mean, no. it's just really cool. because everything is so accessible now and whatnot, you know, it's just the element of surprise and not seeing, you know, it's almost a treat.
1: Yeah. Well nothing like you said with the internet, the, the internet marks, the dirt sheets, you know everything before it happens. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of nice to have this.
0: So we go into a match with Austin Theories against Ricochet. Um, Ricochet Intercontinental champion from SmackDown. Yeah. Who will be defending his title on SmackDown, Friday Smackdown before Mania against um Los Lotharios, uh, Humberto, and Angel. But it's a triple threat match. So all three guys are going to be fighting each other for the title on Friday night. He loses tonight to Austin Theory, though, which is kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with that.
0: Well, I I guess they're going to keep very strong going in against Pat McAfee, right? Because I think Pat will beat
1: him there. I think so. That's going to be a good match, though, because Pat can work. Pat can talk, Pat can work. So I'm looking forward to that. He's gonna, yeah. I think Pat McAfee's gonna have a bad bunny moment. he do a crazy move or something that we're not expecting. Like, oh my god, Pat did that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I think it's gonna be a really fun match. Um, this was my pra- favorite part of Rock coming up. You know, it's been two weeks, both the ladies have kind of been absent from one another. Uh, the final build up to Bianca versus Red Becky Lynch. Wow! It'll be a good match. Wow. So, Bianca comes in, cuts a promo. I'm going to make this really quick. I'm going to get right to the gravy of this one, man. Uh, yep. Cuts a quick promo. The man's music hits. She's waiting for her to come out. She comes from behind. Was she under the ring? I'm not sure. She comes out with the chair. Bianca sees her. They go back and forth. Becky gets the upper hand. And she goes for the Brutus to Barber Beatcake Scissors and attempts to cut off a braid. Cool. Somehow Bian- Bianca is able to break that up. And um, I don't think I've ever seen this in wrestling at that, at this level. The woman getting her hair cut.
1: That's, that's what makes it special because it's always the man, you know, you get big man gets his head shaved and, you know, cut your hair with beefcake, but you don't see the women do that. So it added a special element to it. I thought it was really cool.
0: Well, women's hair is very different. You know what I mean? Like, I mean,
1: What's well, more sacred?
0: It is. So, I mean, really? for, for, I think I think the way she cut it, it's it's okay. Like it's not too much damage done per se. It's just kind of layering. She didn't really lose the length or anything. Yeah. But if you were to grab like a big chunk of it from the back and just I think that would have been just crazy. Yeah. But just seeing that, that's like um it's kind of like when we were little kids, or when I was a little kid before, you know. Um you never really saw nudity or anything like that on TV. And no. the one, the odd time that you'd ever see be like, oh, you know, so excited or or, or whatever. Right. Like <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah. a deal. Um, That same kind of feeling. Like I've never seen that before. I can't think of it. I thought, thought, thought. I've I'm never seen them,
1: it before in wrestling.
0: Right. No. And uh, granted, I didn't use the internet to think about it. I tried to use my old memory going
1: back into the annals of my history. It might have happened, happened on the indie scene maybe, but not on the big scale. It hasn't.
0: Well, that's what I said. It's never been like that. So I am looking forward to that match now more so than ever.
1: That was a cool segment. I got to give them that. That was probably the highlight of Raw. Yeah. uh, It was really cool and they did it well. It's going to be a great match and uh, they both can work good. They're both great athletes.
0: This Raw was packed, man. Like, you know, by by the hour and a half mark, I'm kind of like, okay, Raw should only be two hours. Three hours is just not too long.
1: I know the sponsors and, uh, you know, the they all want the three hours, but uh two hours is what should be. He trimmed oh. some of the fat, so to speak. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, these three hours yeah. were just really fun. I mean, for my for myself, I really enjoyed Raw. Yeah, it was I great. Really, I really thought it was fun. Best Raw in a long time. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not over, man. Uh, Drew McIntyre against Happy Corbin and uh your man with the suspenders, mad cat moss. Um, Drew wins again, but Happy keeps getting away from him. They keep making point that Happy hasn't lost a match since he hit the jackpot, so he's in an unbeaten streak of sorts. I guess that comes to end at Mania, in my opinion.
1: Um, yeah, Drew's going to take it.
0: You know, it's a really classic story of good guy trying to get a bad guy, but bad guy always moves out of the way just in time, to never get touched. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking forward to this match as well. I think it's going to be fun. Um, Corbin can work. Oh, yeah. So... I don't want anyone to take it lightly or thinking it's going to be a squash. I hope it's not a squash. I want Corbin to run a little bit of offense at least. I to hope to so. make it work. Um, But yeah. And then it's the too
1: night cap doesn't get a, get a, a match at Mania. he's probably going to come and interfere or something like that.
0: He'll be ringside. I think that's about where he's at right now with his character build, I think. And they have already kind of planted the seeds in my opinion. Um, madcap and, and happy are going to have some at some point
1: maybe madcap will cost uh corbin the match
0: possibly i mean
1: this, so
0: yeah possibly considering everything that's been kind of going on you know so
1: yeah that curious curious to see is, we'll, we'll
0: kind of figure it anybody out anybody in
1: wrestling right now got a bigger chest than madcap that his chest is huge man that guy is just chiseled yeah he's chiseled
0: um anyone have the chest his size
1: brock I, I guess Brock, but yeah, I mean, but like he's sort of fine too, right? Like the guy's no no.
0: A- well, I mean, you look at the uh, best bodies in wrestling, we can talk about that another time, but I yeah. mean right off the top of my head, Madcap, Bobby, Bobby Lashley, uh Brock just because of pure size. I, yeah. I you know you're talking yeah, about man. cut definition. Yeah,
1: you're you know? saying size and brute mass, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean I, I'd have to say best seats right now probably belong to Lashley and uh Madcap.
1: They look like a million bucks, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, that hit, Ridge Holland is pretty nicely cut up too.
1: Yep. He looks okay. pretty good. Uh, Seamus is pretty good. Seamus has
0: always looked good though, man. Yeah. Him and Seth are big CrossFit guys,
1: right? That guy's never seen a tanning booth in his life though, I'll tell you that.
0: I don't think he can, man.
1: No, I he, know. I, I, know.
0: I mean, it would take a, a few sessions for him. Yeah. A few yeah. sessions before he could even get a tan. <laughs> yeah. Um. We end the night then. This is the main event for Raw: RK Bro against the SmackDown tag team champions, the Usos. Uh, pretty good match, man. It's yeah, it really- Back and forth, a lot of good action. Um, RK Bro are looking better and better with every week. Their chemistry is growing better. They're they're working better together. I, I think Orton's having a lot of fun. He's another guy like Brock who just seems to be having fun finally.
1: Yeah. The, the RK Bros, they got great chemistry, right? You got Orton's more serious, got the goofy dude and Matt Riddle. They just blend and work so well together, man. No, for I sure. I mean, that match at Mania, they had in a triple threat match, right? RK Bros, Street Profits, and Alpha um, Academy, right?
0: Yeah, 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 no, for sure. Those
1: are the um, three best tag teams, in my opinion, right there.
0: No, absolutely. So here's an interesting uh, fact here or, or something that I noticed from, from Raw this night. So you had this tag team match going on. And then you had the Street Profits coming out, who I'm thinking are pretty much heel now. It's looking that way. It feels like it, right? They got that heel vibe going to them. They came out and attacked RK Bro uh, during that match and um, basically just kind of, you know, had a two against one. Interestingly enough, Alpha Academy was not on the show.
1: I know. What's up with that?
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe they – I'm not sure. It's kind of interesting
1: Speaking so, of this match, what do you think happens in Mania? The triple threat match, the RK Bro Street Prophets, and Alpha Academy. Who's going to take it?
0: Well, here's here's what I'm thinking. We should do here before I answer that question. So, Sam and Chance fans, here's something that I want to share with you. We are going to be giving you guys more of Samp and Chance this week. This is just one of four episodes. Did we say Chance? That's right. That we're going to be dropping this week. So, um, after this show we have a couple days here to kind of think and soak in the air and make our plans for mania. But Friday night after SmackDown, we will be coming back to you guys one more time uh, to talk about SmackDown. And Mr. Michaels, if I may, at that point, we should give our prediction. Fair enough, man. You know, you're yep. on. I think at that point we should have both nights pretty much locked and secured and know who's who and where's where and what's what and how's how. Yep. So I I figure Friday night we'll do the predictions and uh, we will come to everyone again right after Saturday night, WrestleMania night one. And uh, providing everybody wants to keep listening to us or tired of us yet, we'll come back at you again Sunday night right after night two. So that's kind of what we're wanting to do for the fans and for everyone who is invested in us we want to invest in you as well. So um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at with it all, man. Yeah, so this is number one of four. This is our biggest endeavor to date, the two-man wrecking crew of Sam and Chance. Uh, Sam and Chance are working on other projects as well. We're not ready to talk about it, but we will soon enough as WrestleMania week ends. Uh, So this week we are going to focus primarily on wrestling. And thereafter, we will come back the following week with a boxing podcast for everyone. Because um, April is apt up to be an amazing month of fights. And then thereafter, um, you know, let's we'll see what the future holds. There's uh, a couple of exciting things coming up. Um, I really want to tell them, man, but
1: we'll wait, right? Who knows? Maybe Sam and Chance might even talk about something else than wrestling and boxing one day. Who knows?
0: Oh, let's find out. Uh, but you yeah, know what? We need to find you, out. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to keep listening to us to find out. Um, with that all being said, I want to say thank you to everybody in this beautiful springtime. The cherry blossoms are blossoming. Uh, WrestleMania is in the air. What a beautiful time of the year. And uh, we just want to say thank you for letting us into your years one more time. I know you guys have so many options and choices to things to do and listen to. So thank you on behalf of both of us for for taking the time to listen to us. I am Bobby Sampson and join with me as always is my counterpart, the man with the master plan. And
1: in the words of the great ACDC, those who download the podcast, we salute you. And before we wrap this up, since we are talking about one of your favorites, let's hear you, Bobby Sampson's top five Triple H, H, H matches of all time, according to you. All and right.
0: Uh, well, in no particular order, I guess, except for the last one, which I think you already know because I've probably talked about it enough. Uh, I would have to say Owen Hart against Triple H when Triple H won the European title. I yep. thought that was a fun match to watch. It was good work all the way around. And, you know, just watching Owen work, you know, just nostalgic. Um, I would have to say the hell in the cell between Triple H and Mick Foley. That was technically Foley's retirement match, but... He somehow ended up at mania as well in the main event um amazing was, it was a really fun match it was really good uh, yep. a lot of back and forth um again triple h can work it just you could see it he's so tight so snug just, just his in ring in ring work was you know he's a true mechanic
1: absolutely Great. brilliant
0: true technician awesome work good stuff done by him there um Thereafter, I probably have to say watching him work with The Undertaker at WrestleMania 25, that was an amazing match as well. That, you know, again, just the storytelling, the facial expressions, the in ring work between the two of them, it's just the way they sold everything. You know, they didn't outshine one another, they just worked so well together. It was beautiful to watch. Yeah. Uh, SummerSlam, The Rock and triple h ladder match at SummerSlam match. for the ic title another great match another underrated match with two guys that are never being given credit for their in-ring abilities um yes probably not their strongest well rock's not the rock strongest suits per se but i mean everything else he did justified it
1: right absolutely that mic skills yeah you can get away with a little yeah. bit of that.
0: you know it's kind of like everything else brock does if he's shitty on the mic it's okay
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and my favorite Triple H match of all time Wrestlemania 28 Hell in the Cell end of an era With best story
1: best referee Shawn Michaels Shawn Michaels
0: best probably best story I've ever watched unfold and just watch
1: um, those three, all three of those guys are masters at telling a story drawing you in and delivering it at the match right
0: I challenge I challenge our listeners I challenge wrestling fans watch that match Without sound, it's still amazing. Yes. Right? You don't need JR commentating or anyone telling you what's going on. Just just watch it without sound and the storytelling and just just the facial expressions. They
1: didn't, you
0: know, it's just wow, phenomenal.
1: Brilliant. It's brilliant stuff. It's amazing storytelling. That's what makes wrestling beautiful. Like those three guys are just the ultimate storytellers. They sell it, they talk it, they look cool. They wrestle well, they got it all. It's amazing.
0: No, it's phenomenal. I I best hands down, my favorite match. Um
1: of that's the a damn era. good list, Bobby. Damn good list. I can't disagree with anything you said. Great well, list. Then,
0: well, thank you there, Mr. Michaels. Yeah. Thank good. you, Mr. Michaels. All right, let's, let's try this one more time. So, everybody, thank you very much for taking the time to, for listening to us, to listen to us. Um, as I always say, you have a lot of choices, you have a lot of options, but you chose us, and that's awesome. We choose you guys uh thank you for leading us in your ears on behalf of myself bobby sampson chance michaels have a great night everybody and uh, we'll be back here with you friday after smackdown take care right. be safe and be humble